This album is dedicated to all brothers and sisters. My men and my women. And hey, yo, it's time. Put our hands together for Hip hop, hip hop. Cause who I'm talking about, y'all, is hip hop. The stories of hip hop, of rap music, are the stories of a million MCs who, inside of them, the words are coming, the words they need to make sense of the world around them. The words are witty and blunt, abstract and linear, sober and fucked up. And when we decode that torrent of words, by which I mean really listen to them with our minds and our hearts open, we can understand their world better, and ours too. It's the same world. This is Rhymes and Reasons. I'm Rhapsody. I'm an MC from North Carolina. I signed to Jamla Records, a member of Cooley High, which is another hip hop group. I don't like to go by a female MC. I'm an MC. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a lover of hip hop. So that's what it is. I met him in a club hanging out one night. He said, Hello, I'm George. Hi, life. How's everything going, huh? How you doing? Hope everything's fine. Ooh, and um. Can I call you sometimes? Can I get the digits? And the address so I can come visit. I gave him the digits. That wasn't a problem. Because then I would have to solve him Cause George looked good mm, Damn good And if I did Some other girl would In my mind I hope for the best Convincing myself That this was not a test Cause I heard many things About Georgie Nothing kinky Like no orgies I heard he knows How to make love Like an angel From the heaven above The first song I sent you was MC Light Poor Georgie and I don't remember like where I was if I remember correctly I want to say like I was sitting in the living room and it, it came on TV I don't know if it was your TV raps or something but the video came on and I could just remember being stuck you know I had heard you know other hip-hop artists but MC Light was the first female I saw like really going hard that really just captivated me and that video you know I was stuck I was like wow you know a female doing it just as hard as the guys and at that point, I think I knew that, you know, I wanted to be a rapper and that I could be a rapper because she she was she was that representation for me that you know, was possible and gender didn't matter, that you could go just as hard as the guys. So that's why that that particular song and video really had an impact on my life because I always loved music. Michael Jackson made me want to do music, but MC Light made me want to be a rapper at a very, very, very young age. Who was I kidding? I'd give him a try. Cause like needs love too, if that ain't no lie. Keep your ears open, hope that you're listening. Cause I'm about to take you on the Georgie Borgie mission. I gave him the number, I saw it in his eyes. She gave me the number, hmm, I'm surprised. Good conversation over the phone. He began to come for me whenever I was alone. Thinking back, that's the first video that I can really remember seeing, but that just really captured me. Maybe it was the storytelling in it, like it told a whole story, but I was just stuck on, I think, that and the motion of it and her being a female. And I want to say, like, she was out in maybe a junkyard or she was definitely outside and rapping by a bridge or something. And I was just, I, I was just stuck. MC Light was so raw, man. Like, she was just raw. She was just bringing it at you, like, I don't give a damn. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. So that's just what it is, like, no bars hold, she just went all the way in. You don't hear her talking, like, about over-sexually lyrics or anything, she just, she just rapped. 
jeans, t-shirt. She was just comfortable in her own skin and, and I think that's what I really liked about it. it. It was honest, it was light. She brought herself in the music. Just be good to me. But if I ever saw one, that would be the end. He couldn't kick the storyline if she was just a friend. The girls, I didn't care if I had to lie. See, because Georgie was into making young girls cry. I was so young, I don't even know if I was all the way conscious of it like I am now. But she, she definitely was one of the first ones that, that really had a big, big influence on me. And then it got into Queen Latifah and... Foxy Brown and I'm Little Kim and Lauren Hill and Bahamadia and the Brat. Like I was a fan of all of them. I lean more to like the the Queen Latifahs and the MC Lights and the Lauren. But I like Little Kim's music and I like that she's herself. I like that Queen Latifah was herself. Above anything, it just told me just to be yourself as an artist and gender doesn't matter. Like just because you're a woman, you don't have to go out and be rah rah and. You know, just try to make this big point whether I'm super righteous or I'm super sexy and just be yourself and make the music that you want to make and that you feel and don't ever feel like you have to fit a mold. So that was the thing that I got from it. You know, it was just all, all about the music. I did look up to them because they were women, but I put them in the same category as I did the guys. It was just dope music. And like men, like men can, you can have your Kendrick Lamars and you can have your Freddie Gibbs and you can have your Mac Millers. It should be the same way with females. Like do what do what it is that you want to do so that's that's just what i got from it i definitely glad that mc light and the light created that balance for me. i rock the party that rocks the body you rock the party that rocks the body i rock the party that rocks the body you rock the party that rocks the body i rock the party that rocks the body you rock the party that rocks the body i rock the party that rocks the body Your best, best bitch from VAA And I be smoking hay all day In the barn, damn it, darn Puff Daddy be my pal when I I grew up in a, a very small town In the eastern part of North Carolina Like uh, one of those towns you could probably count On your on two hands how many stoplights there are <laughs> I was next to the last I have three older sisters and a younger brother I grew up a Jehovah's Witness So, you know, we didn't celebrate birthdays or Christmas but at the same time, like, my parents really weren't very strict with me. And, you know, the music I listened to and things I was into in school, like, they set that framework and they disciplined me and they showed me right from wrong. But at the end of the day, they gave me that leeway where, you know, you know, this, this is your life and you make the decisions, you have to live with them. But, I, you know, I gave you the tools you needed. So, you know, I was thankful that I grew up like that, that I was able to experience music and do different things. And I think that really shaped me. My mom and dad, are, they love music. You know, they don't sing or they don't play instruments, but they just love music. And I think that's part of where I got it from. I speak to myself sometimes And I say, oh my In a lot of ways, you're a lucky guy And a chance to try and in love. 
Me and my dad, we bonded over sports. Like, I'm, I'm big in sports. I played basketball, I played softball, I ran cross country from eight until I graduated from college. But another thing we bonded on was, like, Saturday mornings or Fridays, we would sit together and watch videos. And that's how I became a fan of Luther Vandross and the OJs and Patti LaBelle because I sat with my dad and I watched these videos and he recorded them on VHS and then we would go back and watch these videos over and over again and he just talk about why he was such a big Luther fan and you know that kind of I was like you know as a kid you don't want to hear that but I appreciate it because now I love Luther like I'm a big Luther fan and my mom did the same thing like on Saturday mornings when she would clean she's a big Tina Turner fan and that's what she played and Patti LaBelle and I might go in my room and play my hip-hop that I like. So that was kind of my upbringing, man. You know, I have a big family. My mom, she didn't let me go out and, and play with or stay with my friends that weren't blood family. She was like, you got enough cousins, you go stay with them. So <laughs> I was big on family. So I think that really laid the foundation of who I am as a person and, and the music I make. Well, the men come in these places the men are all the same You don't look at their faces And you don't ask their names You don't think of them as human You don't think of them at all You keep your mind on the money Keeping your eyes on the wall And your pride me and my, my brothers and sisters are very close. I have a half-sister that didn't live with us, so I didn't really, really get to have a, a really, really close relationship with her until I went to college. My sisters are four and seven years older than me, and usually they would only, only let me go with them if they needed an alibi for going to sneak out to see boys. But, you know, they, they introduced me to the R&B 90s style, Mary J. Blige, R. Kelly, like just riding with them wherever they went, whether it was to the grocery store, that's what they were playing. And they weren't as tomboyish as me because me and my brother are only 11 months apart. So we were really close. So, you know, that's how I really stayed into sports because of him, like all my cousins around my age were boys. So, you know, he was like my best friend. He really expanded my music taste as far as like Linkin Park and and he was a crazy, crazy Eminem fan, and he was the one that introduced me to Eminem, though I'm the one that's a year older. So, I mean, we're, we're very close. You know, we fought like siblings do, but, you know, that's what it is. I don't speak. I float in the air wrapped in a seat. I'm not a real person. I'm a ghost trapped in a beat. I translate when my voice is read through a seismograph and the noise is spread. Picked up and transmitted through Royce's head. Trap him in his room, possess him in Royce's bed. Till the evilness flows through his blood like poisonous lead. Told him each one of his boys is dead. I asked him to come to the dark side. He made a choice and said. Too hard. Yo, I didn't hurt worse. We can get in two cars and accelerate at each other to see which one will swerve first. Two blind bandits panic. Whose mental capacity holds that of a globe on top of nine other planets. Kiss the cheek of the devil. Intelligence level is hellier than treble. Peeking on speakers in the ghetto dismissal i'm not a fair man disgrace the race of an atheist intercepting missiles with my bare hands like a patriot watching the videos and seeing new york and it was just so different it just seemed like this magical place the last time me and ninth went he was lying we were with gene gray and uh he was like let's go see dj premiere 
You know, he's excited. I'm excited. You know, we're like kids in a candy store. Though Nine Talks is DJ Premier all the time. Just to visit New York and get to go to D&D Studios is just like, wow. And Jean turned around and she was like, it's dope to see the excitement you have for coming here. Because though we appreciate these legends, we see them all the time. So it's not that it's not exciting, but we see it so much, we kind of forget, like, how crazy it is. And that's what it was then, and that's what it still is today, like. New York is still like this magical place. It's the birthplace of hip hop. The same thing with Atlanta, though. I always tell people like New York, North Carolina is like the melting pot because, you know, we're situated in the Middle East Coast. So we're seven, eight hours from New York and we're about five, six hours from Atlanta. It's just like this, this meeting ground melting pot for both areas. I left out for mamas with my thumb in the wind. The leaves on the ground, winners coming again. Solid on the surface as I crumble within. But legends are made out of vulnerable men. So on the brink of death, I still manage living life. Cause so rarely in this world, all these chances given twice. I indeed sold my soul without glancing at the price. No instructions when I was handed this device. But with what I did get, I was more than generous. Put others over cell phones, several instances. But I'm back on my feet without a hint of bitterness And one way or another I shall have deliverance So I say I'm from a small town My house is surrounded by woods and cornfields and tobacco fields and cotton fields It changes every summer And I can't, I couldn't drive like downtown or go to a store and pick up mixtape CDs or albums So a lot of a lot of music I got on real late Because all I watched was the videos or when we would have to drive 30 minutes out to go get a CD. I might grab one CD or two CDs. So I got on music late. I fell in love with a lot of the videos and the hits. You know, that's kind of how I watched. You know, as I grew, I had to learn that, you know, it was it was universal. And no matter where you're from, you have a story to tell that somebody, whether they're in North Carolina, a small town, or New York, or over in London, can relate to. And the biggest thing was finding my sound and making it where you could tell it was heavily influenced by New York and that sound because that's what I grew up on but it still had a little bit of North Carolina which Night Wonder helps to bring out a lot so you know it was just all about telling my story sharing my experiences growing up in North Carolina and Snow Hill and Raleigh and everything we go through because music is universal and no matter where you're from or what you do there's somebody in the world that can relate to your music and your story just not so much where I grew up but how I grew up and what I was exposed to Method Man featuring Mary, All I Need. <laughs> that was the next one. Yeah, the remix. Definitely the remix. That was that's one of the coldest videos, man. That's I that's like one of my favorite videos and songs <laughs> in hip hop. I can't really tell you what it was, but you know, it was just all of that together. The video, it was, had the blue tint and Mary sitting on the roof and Method Man's rapping on the roof. It's just blue tint and you just see city. And then, you know, he had this whole story, and it's a love story, and just his style, how he moved when he rapped. Like, I just I just fell in love with all of that. That's the first song, hip-hop song, that I memorized, like, all the way word for word. <laughs> I just used to recite it over and over and over again. Shorty, I'm there for you anytime you need me. For real, boo, it's me and your world. Believe me, like... <laughs> 
boy need your man for you anytime you need me For real girl it's me in your world, believe me Nothing make a man feel better than a woman Queen with a crown that be down for whatever There were few things that's forever My lady, we can make war or make babies Back when I was nothing, you made a brother feel like he was something That's why I'm with you to this day, boo, no frontin' Even when the skies were gray You would rub me on my back and say, baby, it'll be okay Now that's real to a brother like me, baby Never ever and get <laughs> like the, the bridge part that Mary sang That made me want to try to rap and sing But, you know, I can't <laughs> I was definitely in the mirror in the bathroom Trying my hardest to make it come out So, just that Maybe it was the first time that I really fell in love or really got to see an R&B artist and hip-hop artist work together. How it came out like that. Like, I don't know. But that song and video was it for me. <laughs> First time when I went to Rock the Bells, not last year, but the year before last. You know, I, he sticks sticks his hands out and he bends down and he'll dance like when he raps. Things like that, just how he moves and just his whole style and his delivery. Like I was just captivated. Like when I was captivated when I when I heard Biggie and I got a story to tell and one more chance. Just just how he flowed and just like effortlessly moved across the beat. Like the storytelling of it, it was. I don't know, man. It was just... And it was soulful, too. I can't even put it into words. <laughs> his whole style. He had the whited-out yeah. eyeballs in that video, I think, and his, his braids were out. It was just like... It was different, man. It was just different, man. Method Man was different. I gotta love Jones for your body and your skin tone. Five minutes alone, I'm already on the phone. Plus, I love the fact you got a mind of your own. No need to shop around, you got the good stuff at home. Even if I'm locked up north, you in the world rocking three fourths of cloth, never showing your stuff or who. It be true, me for you. That's how it is. I be your Noah. You be my words. I'm your best star. You my missus. With hugs and kisses. Valentine cards and birthday wishes. Please, we on another level of planning, of understanding the bond between man and woman and child. The highest elevation, cause we above all that romance crap to show your love. Like, I, I knew, like I said, I knew when I first saw him tonight that it was something I wanted to do. But being from a small town in North Carolina, especially at that time, we didn't have any that I can remember a lot of well-known rappers that, that made it in music doing that. So I didn't really have anybody to look, look up to or that was inspiration to be like, hey, you're, you're from Snow Hill, small town, that you can do this. So, you know, I didn't always think it was possible. I didn't always think I had support you know with it so it was just a dream I kept to myself like I didn't really make known I was the music head the ones that when the bell rang and we're out in the parking lot hanging and people were like I know you got this new CD let me get it so you know we're out there trading CDs and <laughs> that's high school for me. 
Yo, I bought a brand new album today Decided to take it home, kick off my shoes, relax and play And spend it for the whole joint Cause I like to get the whole point Music is everything to me I refuse to rock the piece cause You my favorite MC All I want is what you would ask of me High quality get some definition Wonder why we bootleg like it's prohibition It's difficult, it's dismission I got suspicions that your ears to the street When we whispering, are you listening? I went to I NC State, which is Raleigh, North Carolina And my sister went there And she would always talk about This person came to do this show And all oh, this club plum crazy is nuts And it's like, oh, it sounds like hip-hop's crazy there That's where I want to go to school and when I went there, the scene had kind of died down hip-hop-wise. Like one year we had a, a country artist for Homecoming. And Plum Crazy, the club that everybody went to listen to the, you know, the 90s music and early 2000 music was closed. And it was just a different time. It was kind of dead. And I didn't stay on campus either. I stayed with my sister. You know, it's crazy. I've been trying to get on at Foot Action for I don't know how long. And I eventually went in there and there was this girl that... Our moms worked together in our, in our hometown, and we used to play ball together at different schools. And she was working there, and I was like, oh, okay, and she got me a job. And a month later, Charlie Smarts gets hired. The, the timing of it just seems crazy. So, you know, we talked about hip-hop, and so he was like, you know, I know so many people that love hip-hop, but, you know, we don't really have nothing going on. Let's start a hip-hop organization. So I was like, dope, that's a good idea, you know, we throw shows, parties, rap battles, blase blase. So we started it, we did that, have fun with it. And then one summer, we decided to get together and make a mixtape, a compilation, because it was Cooley High before Cooley was Cooley High. And a bunch of different other artists in Raleigh, whether they did graph or they DJed or they made beats or raps, that was the organization. So we did a compilation and you know, I sat down and I wrote and recorded my first two songs and Alex kind of helped and coached me through it as far as the recording process. When Tay pull his verses out, promoters pull their purses out that money for a purchase out, that charge card that they swipe for the worst amounts. Cause this is business, not personnel. Thought that I would switch my personnel like Big Doe and Big Two would be the first around. But y'all, if this boring me, I'm never gonna change up. Please join a sorority, go step your game up. Y'all boys ain't ready for damage, you need extra planning. You in the game, but you offsides and got an extra man. And I'm the coach doing your reprimand, and I got a team to run for respect my standards and when i'm on the mic y'all should expect the grandest show of lyricism ever let them know who your man is Woolery was interning with nice at the time he had nice come by and talk to us probably a few weeks before the menstrual show dropped that was my first time meeting him so he came to the meeting he, he listened to everybody's song and when it got when it got turned for me to play mine i sat at the back man i was like i was nervous i was probably sweating in the inside I thought I was going to throw up because I was like, he's going to hate it. And I'm going to be embarrassed in front of all my friends. But when it played, he kept saying, take it back. Start it over again. Start it over again. And I'm looking like, why? Like, I'm thinking he's breaking it down. He's going to tell me everything that's wrong with it. And he says, man, you're a star. You just have to work on A, B, and C. And I was stuck. He's like, you got a dope voice. You know, you just you just need to be coached a little bit. And, you know, I had I had to leave. Fullery called me. He was like, yo, we just drove around Raleigh, and he was playing your song over and over again. And I'm like, man, that's like that's crazy. And Knight kind of took me under his wings and coached me for a couple of years, and he signed me in 2008. And that's why college was so so important to me. Those were the times when I saw my first hip-hop shows, whether, whether it be Common or Little Brother perform down the street. Because before that, I had not been to any hip-hop concert 
because I lived in the country and we didn't go out that much. We didn't really go nowhere. The only concert I had been to was Montel Jordan and Boys to Men. I was young. I was like, uh, that was a real good time, man. Just meeting Cooley and Ninth and just how it all worked out. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you and make you yeah. want me. Now that I escape, sleep, walk away. Yeah. Those who correlate know the world they kick. Jail bars ain't golden gates. Those who fake, they break. When they meet their 400 pound made if I could move the world. The third and, and final and most important song that shaped me as a person and me as an artist was the Fuji's Ready or Not. I saw the Fuji live video first. Wow, this this group, you know, these two guys and this one girl rapping, like, wow. But I don't know, ready, ready or not, just took it to a whole nother level. Lauren be able to sing like she does and to rap and flow like that. Like, I never heard a female flow and rap and just lyrically, like, she was just somewhere else for me. The thing she talked about, how she dressed, like, she wasn't tomboy, but she wasn't overly sexy either. Like, she was that middle ground. And men rode around and listened to her as much as the females did. Like, she just bridged that whole gap and brought it all together. And lyrically and, and flow-wise, and, and she can sing. I saw the Fuji live video and that was my first introduction to the Fuji's for me. You know they had blended on reality out before the score, but that was my first introduction because things from New York they moved like we have internet wasn't big, so it moves it moved down slow to North Carolina. Fuji Live was the first one I saw and I was like, wow, this is dope. And then just like the quality and the concept of the ready or not video and you know, it was dark and when she rhymed she just had the spotlight on it, like with the goggles on it. Like I just thought that was I don't know, it was just dope, man. It was it was dope. That's what it was for me. I always saw the videos before I got the album because I was younger and I and I was in North Carolina. That's when it hit me like, man, this is this is another monster. Let me be patient. Let me be kind. Make me unselfish without being blind. Though I may suffer. He's all that I got and tell him Tell him I need him Tell him I love him Lauren was just her own artist I'm sure MC Light inspired her just like she inspired me But Lauren was just different man As big as that album was and to sell as many units as it did And then to, to turn around and put out an album that her label didn't all the way support and then it, it went off like it did just to talk about the things that she talked about and just the type of artist she was and to reach that level and she did it 
through the people. The people put Lauren there. The label didn't put Lauren there. The, the people did. So, you know, it's just the possibilities. And I don't know, Lauren, she's just, man, she's just an icon, man. The, the things she she did for hip-hop and for me and a bunch of artists, male and female. Beautiful music, it raised me. Like daddy built when I was acting all crazy. Sneaking headphones on the buses to school while them other fools was fighting. I was rocking the AZ. The night they made me probably listen to OJs. Why I love music, keep it running like OJ in the fashion the most. Wearing out all the old plays. Black on both sides from my skin to the OJs. Just yesterday, I was rocking the OJs. My blueprint trying to see me through it all like Oakley's. He changed the game like Kelly did full play. Now they PP and they TP when they see me like Big A. Nowadays, styles done change like CK. They inclined to listen to the same song on replay. Keep a gang of stars in the halls when we play. Cause they ain't a lot of songs nowadays they anticipate. Like the music was so personal. You felt Lauren and you felt her story and you felt her pain and love. And to tell him was one of my joints. I always looked at it as it was a, a religious song, talking to God. I could be wrong, but that's how, when I ride to it, that's all I thought of. And I connected a lot with that because my spiritual upbringing as a Jehovah's Witness, you know, I pray a lot too. So, you know, I just, I really connected a lot with that record. And that just made, like, her even that much more of an inspiration for me, like, that was just another record because to be able to do both successfully to rap and sing and you know to make a record like that is man she just broke so many barriers with the miseducation and I don't know man it just it just made you it just took you to another place and it made you think about so much she laid it all on the line like she sung and she rapped about how she felt and she just told her story who not caring you just seemed like I don't care what you think about it this is just this is just me and I have to get it out and I, I think that's what music is supposed to do, man. That's what it's meant for. It definitely set the bar. Like for me, it really, it really shaped the idea. Beautiful. Questions, but then y'all got to go. Now the question I ask you is, how bad you wanna know? Black. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. How we do? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. How we do? Uh -huh. 98 primo remix and ain't nothing different i don't know what the hell niggas been sniffing before when people would ask me you know how do you feel about the term female mc or femc my answer would usually be like i'm kind of on the fence because i understand the importance of it because we are so underrepresented in the culture like it's a good thing to have somebody to represent females but on on the flip side so many people they use it to box you in so it's just this box of female MCs is just so so separate from everything else where, oh, you're the best girl rapper I've ever heard or out of all the female rappers, you're the best. It's like, well, where do I stand in just your artist list overall? Like, why does it have to be so separate and boxed in to female MCs? So I think that's why I don't like to use the term at all when, I, you know, I do understand the importance of it because, you know, I don't mind being a female rapper in the terms of being a role model but because people use it in in so many different negative ways it holds us down and it boxes us in so i'd just rather be called a, a mc and 
and go that route. Like I like I told my wife, like I hate, I can't stand doing female panels. Like I can't stand it because it's fine to have a, a panel with all females, but the only questions you get are it's like the same question over and over again, just asked in a different way. How does it feel to be a female in the industry? How do you feel about female rappers, female MCs? How do you feel female this? And it's like, won't you ask me something that I can help you with? Like, ask me about the business of the industry or something about music. I used to be in love with this guy named Sam. I don't know why, cause he had the head like that of a clam. But you couldn't tell me nothing, cause Sam was number one. Cause to me, oh my gosh, he was one in a million. I should've knew the consequences right from the start. That he'd use me for my money and didn't break my heart. But like a fool in love, I fell for his game. But I got mine, so I show no shame. And empire winked his eye. And then he kept walking. All of those who live in Brooklyn know just what I'm talking. The roller disco, where we all used to go. Just to have some fun. Back in 1981, you know the place, Empire Boulevard is where I first saw the nigga and he tried to play hard, but I knew the deal cause I knew his brother Derry and Sammy just broke up with his girlfriend Terry. So I think what I mean by when I first saw MC Light, she was going as hard as the boys cause that was the first woman I saw on the mic and I guess what I mean as far as hard as the boys is she can rap and it doesn't sound whack like, you know, there's some female artists they'll get up and rap and it's just whack but people you know they tolerate it oh it's it's good for a female because female rappers expectations are low like the bar is low and it's like nah fuck that like you know that's not what it is so once i saw mc light she kind of erased that gender line for me like i saw it was possible like there's no difference females bring a different perspective as far as their stories and like i can't i can't tell a man's story be all the way because i'm not a man and you know, I have a perspective that a man can't understand as a woman, but I think ultimately it's about telling your story and telling it well. It's all in how you tell it, but we have to, it has to be dope is what I'm saying. Because <laughs> people have this, the skill level for women that a lot of people have, the bar, man, is so low and it's just like, it shouldn't be that way. Our bar should be just as high as any male rapper. You know, that's, that's the bar you should want to meet. It's just good music, no matter what color, race, gender, religion you are. The bar for good music just has to be high. Like, you have to know how to make music and just do it well. Snitches and rapers in the streets crowd to the fullest. Asking niggas if they got any extra nine bullets. They deny me that. They know the bullets they loan me be the same ones that probably had them lying flat, stressed out, letter T. It's better to dead a beef than let it breathe, then we don't succeed. Cause then you gotta murder dummies. Wasted time, they allergic to money. I'm never squirmish to blood. We can thug, nigga, get out of hand. What's the options? Only conclusion, shooting bullets popping. Hoodlums dropping. For any day, the feds will come knocking. Was young and nervous, asking myself what's my purpose In the back of a paddy wagon, bracelets aching me Pigs ignoring a match what precinct they taking me These cops can't relate to me, death to prison, empty vacancy Growing up with the Holy Witness, I went to, not church, we call it the Kingdom Hall I went three nights a week, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday I didn't celebrate Christmas or Valentine's Day or Halloween or none, none of that Because of what we were taught it just made me look at things differently, but it, it really didn't affect me much because, like I said, like my parents weren't, weren't really strict. So, you know, it didn't really have a, a crazy, crazy impact on me as a person or, or artist. How I was raised and what I was taught and the type of person I am in that sense, yes. But as far as how strict it is, no, because like I had cousins 
My whole mom's side of the family is Jehovah's Witness. So I had cousins whose parents were Jehovah's Witnesses, and they were very strict. Like, they, they couldn't join the band or, you know, they didn't play sports because you're, you're taught not to associate with the world and the negative things in the world that come with that. That just really affected them because when they got at an age where they could be out on their own, they went, like, they went nuts. <laughs> It wasn't like that for me, like, you know, like I said, like, I was taught things, you know, that Jehovah's Witnesses were taught, and not having birthdays and not having Christmases never really affected me, because, you know, I got things throughout the year, like, I wasn't in want of anything, or I didn't miss anything, like, not getting presents or Christmas, it, I mean, that wasn't anything for me, like, I didn't want for anything, like, I had the necessities, and I was blessed to have more things that I needed growing up, and, like I said, like, my parents let me listen to secular music, hip-hop. Prince Prince is Jehovah's Witness. He's an active Jehovah's Witness. But he's still able to, you know, have a career in the music business and make music. So it's, it's all about the music you put out when it comes to Jehovah's Witnesses and the message in it and the language used. So, you know, even, even still, I'm just conscious of how what I say makes people feel. Like, it definitely shaped the person I am and how I treat people and interact with people and things I do tend to talk about. Like Jam, LaFonte, Rose, Ricky, it ain't all rosy like Andre say. We lost three legends with Eddie James, MJ. Gotta protect the kids where I live, my Penn State. And to they state of mind, feeling every word I say. Beautiful music couldn't beat like Cody Dre with beats. How we beating everything that they play. Beautiful music, my brother, man, Cash, nah, made it Hey, hey, told me all the time, because, you know, I was, I was scared and I was nervous to be as vulnerable as Lauren and to put how I felt and stories and everything just out for the world to judge. Like, you have to be a brave individual to do that, like, very brave and... You know, he just told me, like, you have to tell, like I say, you have to tell your story because there's somebody that can relate. And I think that's why that album, it, it did so well and it connected with so many people because so many people, are, I'm sure, were going or had gone through what Lauren was going through and what she was singing about. And that's what it is, like, you know, the feeling of it and just connecting with people on that level. And that's what I tried to do with, with my album, like, just take it there and... And not focus so much on how fly or how many words I can rhyme and the fly thing I can say. Like, forget all that. Just tell your story and, and just put yourself out there and give yourself to people. I think that's what all artists should do, you know, on their own level. You know, have fun with the music, but also don't be afraid to really make music like Michael Jackson made and like Bob Marley made and... You know, like Luther or whomever, Al Green, Marvin Gaye. <laughs> That's what it's supposed to be. That's what makes great music and timeless music. Just thinking about now that, especially like to younger girls, I could be to them what Lauren and MC Light and Queen Latifah were 
to me because I just want to inspire and especially with the album and the sound of it, just to show them something different, something vulnerable and just to really have an impact on, you know, on the way they think and, you know, people's perceptions of female rappers. I play my enemies like a game of chess where I rest. No stress if you don't smoke sense. Less. I must confess my destiny's manifest. There's some vortex and sweats. I make tracks like I'm homeless. Rap orgies with Borgie and best. Capture your bounty like Elliot Ness. Yes. Bless you if you represent the fool. But I hex you with some witches brew if you do do. Voodoo. I could do what you do. Easy. Believe me. Frontin' niggas give me heebie-jeebie. So why you imitating Al Capone? I be needing Simone. Hip hop matters because it's a revolution and it's the voice of the people. Change comes through music. That's that's why hip hop is important.